You know what time it is. It's 9 to 5 with Gavin and Mike. In this episode, we'll be talking about the strength in knowing your weaknesses. But before we do that, drop the intro. Konnichiwa. My name is Gavin Masumiya. Nice to see you. I'm a mindset coach based out of West LA. And I'm Mike Ahere. Yahime. I'm a transformation life coach from London. These recordings are short, sharp, sweet snippets of insight for anybody hustling a 9 to 5. That's right, you can tune into them on your way to work, on your lunch break, or on your way home after a long day's hustle. So the whole world now is talking about, like, double down on your strengths. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, talks about it. We have different types of assessments like strength finders, you know, how to really identify what your core five strengths are and to really focus on them. And the interesting about this one is that uh, we're going to be talking about more on the side of our weaknesses and knowing it. So, uh, Mike, uh, what is is it about uh, weaknesses? Why is it so important for us to be aware of them? I mean, it's... Okay, seven minutes start from now. Yeah, I think knowing knowing your weaknesses is is I think equally as important as knowing your strengths, right? Because because when we know what our weaknesses are, then I think it can help us to optimize and be more effective in terms of in terms of productivity or in terms of who we associate ourselves with, uh, who we team up with. So, for example, if I have a weakness that is complemented by one of your strengths, then then we could make a good team in that way, and vice versa. Um, but also, like I said, in terms of optimization, if I'm unaware of a weakness which keeps showing up and repeating day to day in my life, then it will it could cripple me and hinder my progress without me knowing about it. So knowing what that's uh, what that weakness is means either I can get the right resources in to help me out with it, or I can either try another route. To, to, to work more optimally, or I can try and work on that weakness and turn it into a strength. But without knowing it, being unaware of what it is, I think can just make me be incredibly inefficient if I want to get something done. Absolutely. So the two things is like by being aware of, of, of your weaknesses, number one, it's something that you can actually take on yourself to actually develop so it can be a stronger trait for you. And then another one is by knowing it, it, it gives more of a bearing on coordinates to know like who I really want to bring onto say my team or business um, or for any type of project or endeavor for that matter. And right. now op- opening it up even a little more, uh, Mike is like in, in your, in your life, like what would you say are some of your uh, weaknesses and how have you like went about, uh, how have you approached them? Yeah. So how have I approached them? So, I mean, one of my weaknesses is how I respond to overwhelm, right? So when I get overwhelmed with too much going on at the same time, my default response is just to do nothing at all. Right? So I'll just be like, ah, get it all off my desk and do nothing. And of course, that is completely unproductive, right? And that's affected me in, in, in so many areas where I'm working on a project and I just feel like there's just too much going on. And instead of tackling it bit by bit, I'll just, I don't know, put a Netflix in full feel good for like two hours right but then that's two hours wasted when I could have been doing something so so what I'm aware of that helps me which I think I still ought to get better at is is chunking things down when I chunk things down right and I've got this this little uh, 
journal or diary where I write that's down. A, that's a that's a sexy ass journal, dude. It's, it's, it's it looks sexy. like a Harry Potter like journal or something. Harry Potter gave it to me. There you go. Confirming, so I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Harry. Yeah. But it helps me because in the morning, right, I write down my to-dos for the day and I'll, I'll give myself like a headline goal and chunk that goal down into its smallest possible pieces. And then I will just focus on that micro step that I need to take. Because if I try to think of everything all at once, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get bogged down. And the type of character that I am is I do like to have the bigger picture of everything. Before I go on a journey, I, I do like to know where I'm going and, and how I'm going to get there before I even make the first step. That's kind of what I do. Or if I, for, to put it practically, if I want to like make a meal, for example, I need to know the entire recipe. And before I even start cooking, I need to put all of the recipes like on the table just to make sure I've got all of them because I don't want to start cooking and halfway down the line realize I've, I've not got the pasta to make my you know, my pasta bake or whatever it is I'm making. So I, I need to see the bigger picture. But then if I don't chunk things down and focus exclusively on them and work on them one bit by bit, then I, I can fall victim of getting overwhelmed. So that's one way I've, I've been able to, to overcome that. Um, but it took me a while. I've, I made so many mistakes, you know, um, like quitting projects, leaving jobs, you know, uh, all of these things have affected me in the past. Where I've just got so overwhelmed, and I've just been like, ah, forget about it. I can't, you know, I can't do anything. So absolutely, absolutely, very interesting, man. Yeah. And in fact, uh, Tony Tony Robbins, you know, he talks he talks about like when it comes to actually chunking. What what does lead to overwhelm is when we chunk up, right? It's uh, so on a journey to lose. Uh, or for me that preventing from starting this whole email list, right? For instance, it's, oh my God, I don't, so I'm going to have to actually figure out how to use MailChimp. And then I'm going to have to spend the time to actually write these follow-up emails, learn how to schedule them, you know, and then connect it to my link tree on my Instagram. And then now I have to get to create it. I have to create a freebie. Uh, offer so people would want to actually opt in. And so chunking up is just like, oh my God, these are all the steps that it's going to take. Instead of just focusing, okay, now the point is actually to actually have an email list. So I have people that resonate with what I'm about. What's the very first step to take, you know? And so mm -hmm. just thinking about really what is, what is the bigger picture with it? And then going back to the first step is basically what um, you're, it seems like you're alluding to. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, chunking down, right, is, is really, uh, in my example, would be thinking about what, like, what is the purpose of, um, using MailChimp. What is the purpose of learning all of this? Or maybe I can delegate it at some point, right? You know, the purpose is actually to build a powerful community of growth-driven, uh, pretty much millennials, you know, who really want to uh, transform their life and are more spiritually inclined as well. You know, they're, they're looking for something of self-actualization that's much bigger than just a dollar sign or just their job. They want to be connected to something much bigger than themselves. Right. So, um, yeah, and it, it, the overall starts to go down, you know, a little more. Right. Yeah, so totally. Totally. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, taking the analogy of, like, don't buy it off more than you can chew, right? If you're eating a meal, like, you know, you've got the whole meal on a plate, but, you know, you take bite-sized pieces, enough that you can handle. If you take on too much, either you're not going to be able to swallow it all at once or you're going to get indigestion. So I think that analogy is quite a nice way to think about this idea of chunking things down into bite-sized manageable pieces yeah. uh, and that's something that I, I certainly need to do more of but something that helps me overcome my weakness but as I say if I'm unaware of my weakness then I'm going to try and guzzle down that entire plate 
right? And I'm going to either choke myself to death or, or get indigestion. So, so I think that's a nice energy to understand Absolutely. the cons of not knowing what a weakness is. And Mike, what would you actually say to, to people who, um, you know, want to build on their self-awareness and maybe they're not too quite sure of, of what really are like my, my weaknesses, you know, and if people are calling unclear on that, uh, how would you uh, suggest somebody approach that? Yeah, so a good exercise that someone can do is, is actually a similar one to understanding what your values and your strengths are. And that's to, to, to work with a partner and share with them some significant stories. So maybe uh, uh, that's the time I started creating well, maybe, four, maybe four or five significant stories that have happened in their yeah. life. And, and just as they're going through the stories, the person is listening, just takes notes and writes down patterns that keep repeating themselves. And from those patterns, you'll find values, strengths, weaknesses, showing up over and over again. So that's a really nice way um, to understand what your weaknesses could be in life. Got it. Okay. So it's almost like having some type of way of documenting um, things that pop up that are extra difficult for you. Right. And having exactly. like a challenge journal on like, this was actually hard for you. And then from there, you can, upon reflection, you can see a pattern um, that has taken place. That's very exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. So a journal or, or working with someone who, who listens to what you're saying and writes down notes. So yeah, both of those work really well. Actually, yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. One more, one more one that um, I suggest that I have done uh, various times, whether through email on phone or in person is I interview people around in my community, which would mean like I've interviewed back when I was employed, I interviewed my supervisors, I interviewed my coworkers, my parents, my my uh, siblings, uh, some friends. So I just thought about all the different people in my communities and tried to find a pattern by interviewing them on what do you think are my, some of my areas for growth? You know, also I wanna know about my strengths. Um, and so one of the things that they had mentioned is that, uh, is one is that like, ugh, I just got a lot like you're too, too much. That was one of the words that people said like you're just too much you have like a lot of energy and like your enthusiasm i wonder if sometimes your enthusiasm is superficial because like you just bring so much energy into situations that it can also overwhelm people who are more introverted which is very ironic because i was very uh i consider myself very introverted growing up but um those were things that i kind of knew but it just solidified just that was has been my reputation across different communities right from work and personal um life so that's another way of interview going into the community of the different people in your life and just asking for feedback mm. it is a powerful thing to learn more about uh, our reputation and how we are also um perceived is that, is that a timer for the timer? Yeah, I said, I said, uh, I said another two minutes. So then we had a two-minute right, grace okay. period, y'all. Okay. And so, yeah, take, it, take any of those down and definitely um, uh, would love to hear any of your feedback. Do you have any last-minute thoughts, Mike? No, I, I mean, no, some, some great advice there. So, you know, either a journal, um, like Gavin mentioned, or working with uh, uh, a partner and having them write down some key things that have uh, happened in your life, patterns that keep repeating themselves that show your weaknesses, or asking some key people in your life to give you some feedback. I think those are three real practical steps that you can find out to turn your weaknesses into strengths and help you optimize and be more effective in life. Yeah, and another one, one last caveat to the last uh, suggestion that I had is like when uh, sometimes people, it's hard for people to really be upfront and honest, it can be. And so um, one adult thing is if you allow them to kind of like be the representative. So mm. it's, it's like, well, you actually will be representing um, 
the family. You know, like if I was going to interview my mom, for instance, right? And then so that basically whatever you're saying, dad, Garrett, Marin, my siblings would generally nod their head and be like, yeah, you know, because that gives them a safety cushion to be because they'll say things like, yeah, you know, sometimes people might think that you are overbearing, right? When she, my mom's really saying that. Right. But she has this mm. grace period of actually opening it up because now she's representing a community, which is our entire gotcha. family. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a good, that's a good little tip there. So with that being said, boom. Guys, thank you as ever for tuning in. If you found any value in that or you resonated with anything that Gavin and I said, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And y'all, wherever you are in the world right now, good morning. Good evening. Good night.